Good evening, and welcome to Weird Mountain, where the men are tough and the sheep are scared. I'm Gomez the Yardman. While the gals are busy doing whatever it is witches do this time of year, I thought I'd take a moment to let you know how much we all appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I also wanted to let you know that things can sometimes get a little strange up on Weird Mountain. Especially this time of year, the veil, she's very thin. What you're about to hear are stories. But are they just stories? The gals say no. Decide for yourself. But don't say I didn't warn you. No! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Have you drunk some coffee today? <laughs> can you can you tell? I got my little cup right now, right over here with the owl face on it that my friend Melanie gave me. <laughs> I got some strong stuff today. It's French roast. Oh my. Well uh -huh. beware. Byron on caffeine. Beware. Medium, <laughs> medium roast French roast coffee. Woohoo! I'm flying around the room. I remember medium French roast coffee back in the day when I drank coffee. <laughs> it's pretty tasty. I bet it is. I didn't get any sleep last night, so today I'm just, I'm like all those little babies that are trying to keep themselves awake. Oh. Who like slap themselves in the face or fall down just so that they can stay <laughs> awake a little bit longer. That's kind of where I am right now. So if I get real quiet, yeah. and then you hear this kind of gentle... <laughs> you'll know it caught up with me but honestly i can never sleep around the dark and the new moon i don't know why it's always been true it's a jumpy time and you and i've talked about it before i can sleep like a log uh, with the full moon full in my face me too i love it as a matter of fact but boy you get me a dark moon or a new moon and i'm i'm like awake like isn't there something i should be doing i know so I get restless legs. <laughs> I do. I really do. And I have to say, it was so beautiful last night to look at it, even though it was new. It wasn't uh -huh. dark. But it was It was such a beautiful night. It was a velvety night. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. So uh, I was thinking about these last few days and the subjects that we had talked about on the podcast, you know. And I was thinking, what have we not talked about? Lordy, everything. <laughs> well, I know it. There's a million tales to tell. That's the problem, though, is there's so many things to talk about. You know, and I could go on and on, and I do all the time, but what I was thinking about talking about was kind of a continuation of, of the whole paranormal thing. So I should have known. I really should have known from that very first time that I walked in the door that the house had something going on. Because of when I met the fellow who was selling the house, it had been his uh, mom and dad's 
home and they had built it Aww. back in 1963, I think. Walked into the basement and it was it's one of those houses that have garage doors on the side of it. Yeah. And then you drive in, you open up the garage door and you could drive a car in yeah. into your basement, basically. So we walked in there and I remember saying to him, wow, it's it's pretty dark in here. I hope it's not haunted. <laughs> and the second I said that, a light turned on above my head. <laughs> Come into my parlor, young lady. And he kind of went, whoa. Well, you know, he said, sometimes there's moisture in the basement. And, and that, moisture turns on the lights. Well, he went on to explain how that could happen. Uh-huh. And I, it, you know what? I was so giddy at seeing the place because I really liked it that I didn't even, I didn't think that much of it, to tell you the truth. And long story short, the house got bought. And the first night that we spent in the house, I remember the the first thing that happened was it was the summertime. It was hot. And all the windows in the house were up because it, this house had not been touched in years. And so it had no fans. It had nothing modern, of course, no air conditioning or anything like that. So we opened up the windows and we, we heard someone walk up to the window and we thought it sounded like a human. Okay. And then it sounded like a dog at the same time, sort of. So we instantly pop right up and we're right there at the window and there was no one there. That was, and that so that was the second thing. Now, everything that I tell you of these following stories, I'm going to say them really fast too. Everything that I tell you has had multiple witnesses, at least one witness besides myself. And, okay. And, okay. So that was the second thing that happened. And then the third thing that happened was towards the weekend, I realized that I'm not staying in a home that doesn't have any kind of curtains or, or blinds or anything like that. I don't, I'm not quite sure what they did for curtains at that home, but I called my friend in and uh, my brother and my other friend that I worked with and we got together and we hung blinds in all the windows and uh, the husband was working. So he was getting off work at 11 o'clock. Well, we were done right about 1030 or so, and it was really hot. And we went out to this little side porch, we being myself and my three, uh, the three fellows that were helping me. Okay. So we're your manions. Were these some of your manions? They were. So one of them was my brother. So he's not my manion, but the other two are still manions to this day, to this day. So we're sitting out on the porch congratulating ourselves and wondering where uh, the husband was. And I remember somebody said to me, well, when's he coming in? I said, well, it should be about any time now. And it was late, you know, it was 1130 at that point, somewhere around that time. And as we're sitting on the side porch, every single exterior light in the home came on at the same time. And this house had had one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight exterior lights, floodlights at that time. 
every single one of them came on at the same time. And then about third, and we could hear about the same time that it happened, we could hear a car coming down the road closer to us. And it, it was my husband. He, we hear him pull into the driveway and, and we're just looking at each other with our jaws, you know, in our hands, <laughs> wondering what the heck happened. And I remember one of them asked me, well, where are the light switches for this? And I said, down in that basement. And so the basement was locked up. None of us had been in the wow. basement. All night. The door to it was even locked. And so I don't have a clue how that one happened. Okay. After the lights came on, Within about 20 or 30 seconds, my husband pulled into the driveway. It was almost like the house was welcoming him. Aww. It was weird. It was just the strangest thing. And then the next thing that happened, we had one, two, three cats. And, of course, when we moved in, we had the cats came in with us. And this house had a tiny little closet in the living room, little coat closet. Mm-hmm. Right? And the day came when we, I, it was like a weekend. It was like, it was a day off for us, whatever that meant. And we'd all been, you know, he was on his side of the house. I was on my side of the house. We realized that we couldn't find the cats. So we're looking everywhere for them. What the heck happened? Our cats are indoor cats, you know, and it's a new house. And we're like, well, okay. And eventually we hear a meow, we go, and the cats had somehow, all three of them had gone, gotten into or been put into or whatever, uh, that little closet that I was telling you about, and the door had been shut. <gasps> How fun. Yeah, it was weird is what it yeah. was. Well, about the next thing that happened, I, actually I might have got it out of order, but um, another thing that happened was... I brought my family to see the house when I knew I was going to buy it. So it would be my dad and my brother, my sister-in-law, my nephew, and my mother and myself. And I brought them over to the house to look at it. And they walked through the house and, and made the appropriate comments. And then when it came time to go down into the basement, as we were walking down the stairs into the basement, I was telling them that story about what happened the first time I walked in with the light, okay? Mm -hmm. And my, my brother was the first one down in the basement. We all rounded the corner at the same time. And he made some smart aleck comment about, this basement doesn't seem haunted to me. And the second he said that, the washing machine came on. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well, and, huh. my, and my mother, my mother instantly said, well, it looks like you've got some company. <laughs> so, well, uh, it appears so. It appears oh, so. How funny. And now I can go on for an hour, uh, two hours. I mean, I could keep going. The next one that I, that I can recall after that would have been about a few weeks later, as the house became more of a house, I was sleeping in a regular bedroom and I was reading a book and it just happened to be a vampire book, which I generally don't read that kind of stuff. And do you know that there was a big damn bat that, that 
was on our bedroom window, just wings wide open. Fell or I fell asleep, you know, and it's dark, and we hear this noise. And <laughs> look up, and damn if there wasn't like probably a two and a half foot wingspan bat. Just wow. Just grabbed onto the surface of the screen in the window in the bedroom, looking right at us. Okay. That would be, I would say that that could just be a random occurrence, except for the fact that I've now lived there 32 years and never seen another bat there. Even have two bat houses put up to attempt to combat the mosquitoes and nothing. Never seen a bat there since then. Okay, so I got to ask, I got to ask this question, knowing your husband. Yeah. What y'all don't know about Alicia is that she's married to a very nice Vulcan man. <laughs> and, uh, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't suffer that kind of stuff gladly. So what did he think about all this phenomenon? This is interesting because I was getting ready to move into some stories with him. The interesting thing is every single time something like that would happen, he'd say, well, I don't know what to say about that. I can't explain that one. <laughs> every single time he would say that. And then within 24 hours, he had talked himself out of even knowing that it had happened. Vulcan. It is crazy is what it is. It did not meet his uh, logical standards. Right, right. Well, as he said to me one other time about another incident, I can't even relate to this. That's what he said. So, so, so he would see things or things would happen around him that were, that had a lot of uh, sounds and for instance, okay, here's a for instance. When we we were walking up. There's a sidewalk that you walk up before, and then you walk up a few stairs, and then you walk in the front door, right? So yep. we were walking up the sidewalk one afternoon and very clearly heard the sound of voices in the home. And wow. I even said to him, did you leave on a TV or a radio or something? No, he didn't. He said, I was getting ready to ask you that. Very clearly heard them. Uh, Very clearly, in the second he touched the front doorknob, the sounds just disappeared. Wow. And then there was the time when, and this happened two or three times, that I would be walking into the house, but at least two or three times with other people there witnessing it, when very clearly could hear the sound of a Hammond organ playing gospel music. Oh. And very clear and not even that well okay oh. so I we thought it was the sisters because the side of the house that the sound came from was uh where this other house is two elderly sisters live there okay and we called them the sisters and uh, later on we were talking the sisters came up and we were talking one day and they were telling me that they were glad that that we had moved there because they really enjoyed hearing the gospel music being played on the organ, that it reminded them so much of Mr. Capps, the fellow who used to, the owner of the house. Oh. They used to sit and listen to him play this organ music. And I said, what? And they said, oh, yeah. And they pointed to the wall on the side between yeah our house and close to their house. It was like, really? <laughs> okay. And that was evidently, and oh, and then there's the other one. The reason that the computer room is in the best room in the house, as opposed to the bedroom being there, 
which is what should have been there, is because that room literally never gets warm. And we've had an entirely new system put into the house, new venting, new everything. There's no reason that that room would not get warm. But it stayed cold. Well, we ran into the sun that we bought the home from over at the hardware store a few years down the road. And we mentioned that to him and he said they never had a problem with it. And then later on, by just casual conversation, he did mention that that was the room that his, that his dad had died in. Aww. There were other things that happened that I haven't even bothered to tell you about because they only happened when I was around. So it's like I have no witnesses. So I'm not going to tell you those. But I, I told my mom a lot of them. And I remember one day she told me, she said, well, why don't you just go put some toys in the basement? What do you mean, mom? Well, she said, there's obviously a little child down there who wants attention. Oh. I was like, okay. So she said, just take him a ball or take him something like that and, and just give him something to play with. Well, I'm so smart. She was. She knew. <laughs> and, you know, there have been phenomena outside in the yard there that I can't explain. There was the night that I came home from work and I had called my night auditor, probably midnight or 1230 at that point. And I just called her to chat because she and I were friends. And I went out to the back porch to talk to her so that I didn't wake up anybody in the house. And as I'm sitting there talking to her, I realized that slowly, as the way it is with these sort of things, it had come to me that... I was seeing like a snow, a heavy snow in the backyard glowing. Now it was like, it was summertime, but it looked like snow. And upon looking at it further, it was just glowing. And it was the whole yard. It wasn't like a spot. So if you have some sort of bioluminescent vegetation, then you can see that glowing. But even there, you'll see the individual little, you know, leaves and twigs and stuff like that that have the bioluminescence. This was a single glowing coating, looked like about an eight or nine inch snow. I've never seen anything like it. I have no idea what it was. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah, I can't, I can't explain it. I don't know why it was there. I didn't get any weird feeling from it. I've had, gosh, I could just go on. I don't even want to keep boring you with this stuff. But well, how long did that snow stay around? Was it, did it fade before you left or did you leave the area and it was still present? I think it took about 15 minutes for it to fade away. And I've never seen anything like it since. The backyard has got trees. So it's not like I was seeing something you know, being projected down from above. I just, I've never seen anything like it. And I've never heard of anything like it, phenomena-wise. Well, I have heard of something like that. Ooh. Um, and it's kind of the opposite end of the world from where you are. Uh, but out in, I want to say Candler, out in Candler, okay. um, there's, there have been reports of things like this. And, and this one place... And the small balls of light 
and and then that kind of general the person who told me described it as a low hanging fog and it kind of glowed a low hanging fog yeah wow i've seen pretty good lot of bioluminescent stuff and i've seen some things that i knew even though they glowed they weren't in the natural world okay yeah oh yeah and i think you can tell the difference in those things mm -hmm. I love bioluminescence, though. That is what a cool thing. Isn't it? <laughs> I have to tell you, I planted some spores of some bioluminescent uh, mushrooms here. Oh, nice. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see. You never can tell with that stuff. It's, it takes where it needs to take because of the root systems. Uh-huh. I love mushrooms. I love to eat them. I love to talk to them. I love to be with them. Ah, I believe uh, we've got, Selby's got some hen of the woods for you, some maitake. Oh, bless him. Well, I'm gonna, boy. we'll probably have it dried out first and give it to you because then it'll keep better. You we've know. got a blue oysters in the kitchen growing on a log, you know. Really? As you do, yep. Oh, wow, blue oysters. Mm -hmm. Those, those are not from around here, are they? I don't think so. Uh uh. That sounds cool. I'd like uh, to see some. We went to some, you know, I'm a farmer thing and uh, inoculated logs. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. All right. So to finish up, my house was weird through the and years. Is it still? No. What happened? When did it stop? Do you know? I've thought about that many times through the years. Did it stop because I quit? noticing things or did it stop for some other reason and i'm not quite sure but the interesting thing is that room gets warm now we have not heard anything weird nothing oh the other we would have we had the whole gamut of stuff for a while we had kitchen cabinets that would open up and things that would be in different places when we got back and just strangeness I've never felt like I was alone, not one time. And so, did you also never feel like you were unsafe? No, it, it never felt scary to me, not yeah. once. And, and I think that there would be no reason for a spirit of the house to be upset with anything that we've done there. I've been careful to keep the yard as original as possible. And we've just been careful in general with how we take care of that house. So, you know, what can I say? Oh.